up, everybody? You're listening to All Podcast Attack, episode three, episode two, episode three. Uh, I think it's two. I think it's two, zero, <laughs> one, two, but it's the third episode. I am your host, Gavin Beck, and with me I have Justin Malios. Oh, hello, hello again. And I have the Mr. Uh, King Kong Pete Gan himself. Happy to be here. I said that because his little Discord is a... Uh, Little face of King Kong, and I really like that. That's Big monkey man himself. Yeah. So, we're talking about King Kong first. The 1933 King Kong. I I was really conflicted with this one. How so? I hated it at first. I hated that movie at first. Okay. <laughs> I, I can see that. As a, I saw this movie at a very young age at first, and it took me a while to really appreciate what the movie was um i think this time around dude i love this movie one of the top contenders for me as far as our list goes but yeah i th- i just think because of the gra- like the animations of it and everything back then i just couldn't appreciate it but now dude everything just fell in line so well together i just it was it was just beautiful it was great it was art yeah i agree with that it does have a slow start but very Once they get on the island, yeah, it's all uphill from there. <laughs> well, like the first, the first half hour of that movie, I guess, just doesn't age well because it's like just a 1930s plot, which is just all about, you know, like damsel in distress. There's no place for a woman on a boat. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the sexism going on there. Yeah. <laughs> but that that was I the time, man. That's just that's yeah. It was the time. It. Yeah. But as soon as they made it to the island, it was really good. Yep. I thought the music was phenomenal. Oh, it was great. As much as I loved the Godzilla theme song, the King Kong one is just as good. Dude, when they were like basically the whole tribe, uh, was like the natives were at the gate and they were like getting ready to like, you know, make their sacrifice or whatever to King Kong and were just getting the dr- drums and everything going. That was just so good. I loved it. Uh, apparently that set stayed around for like 10 15 years after that but really? ended up getting demolished yeah oh, also okay. going back to the music is it not one of the first movies like big movies to be actually scored scored for the movie i think you're right makes sense because like besides like gone with the wind and all those mm-hmm. i'm just looking at the wikipedia page right now directed by marion c cooper ernest b uh how do you say that name Showed sack. Looks good to me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the animation was really good in it. I don't know. It was a really good stop motion. Willis O'Brien. Yeah, he actually studied with Ray Harryhausen, which is the guy who did Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Yeah, that's nuts. What other notes you got there, Justin? Mainly like just talking about the plot and stuff and. The sexism stuff, like, oh, never been on a ship with a woman before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing on that ship, one one thing on that ship that I really liked was, uh, like, right when they were approaching the island, like, there was, like, a thick fog, and one of the sailors says to the other, I wish you could make your soup that thick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never caught that the first time, and I'm, I believe you actually brought that up to my attention, and it was too good. Yeah, it's hilarious. Carl Denham, the filmmaker himself, his character was kind of 
kind of, like he was kind of dumb i think but for the times and what it was it was i mean it's a perfect damsel in distress movie right it's just he kind of was just a meathead just on the island just kind of reckless yeah absolutely so is there anything else before we actually get to kind of the meat of this yeah um Um, anything anything before she gets tied up i mean so i thought it was pretty funny like at the very beginning of the movie you know they He's walking out. They're getting ready to go set sail on this new production they're going to go do. And the actress that they had, I guess, like, fell out or whatever it was. And it's so funny that they're like, well, we're setting sail in the morning. I don't know what we're going to do. And sure enough, the producer just comes out. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to go out, and I'm going to find us a dame, you know? (laughs) So sure enough, he just walks into the street. And the first dame he comes across like, is this chick who's like stealing an app or whatever it was. Like, yeah, an she was something. stealing something. He's like, and then he just grabs her in his arms. He's just like, "Come with me." It's <laughs> like we're leaving tomorrow. I don't know when we're coming back. I can't tell you what we're doing. <laughs> She's like, "Okay, I'm I'm good." Didn't even ask like his name until uh. <laughs> after she heard the pitch. Yeah, Faye Ray did a really good job. You know the scene on the boat where she was like going through the acting part yeah he was telling her like you're scary and stuff like that yeah that was actually that almost got cut from the movie there were a lot of edits to this movie uh that part specifically almost got cut for the movie because they thought it was too like intense and stuff like that it was very intense her and like too like also like risque her facial emotions Uh, were just great yeah she did a good job oh yeah i loved it so after that the dude starts nodding off on the on the ship and the villagers come and take Feyre, which was like a 15 second scene but really got across what it was trying to do mm-hmm. that dude should just should have woke up though <laughs> he just sat he wasn't even asleep he was just like nodding off just away yeah then after that they tie her up and they do they do the ritual to summon king kong and there he is with a big ass head right before that <laughs> yes that was a great scene um right before that though i thought it was funny like basically whenever they they sail up on the island it just so happens that you know as they sail up on the island there's the natives are already like in the middle of a ritual going hard on the songs and everything like getting ready to uh do whatever sacrifice they're gonna do to king kong it was just everything was just perfectly lined up ready to go yeah it's like they stumbled onto it the big reveal of kong yeah it's just not, <laughs> that was that was pretty good like it's just a quick zoom in of his face i was laughing i was dying yeah and i think the close-up face i forget how big it was but i think it said four people were inside of it wait what yeah 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 i heard that as well one thing i'm getting used to watching all these older movies too is trying to like realize what's a set and what's just like a painting because most of that was uh like most of the jungle and everything was just matte painting yeah well yeah and none of it was and none of it was probably saved because they just probably wiped it off to just like do another one Mm -hmm. like they probably used the same like surface to do they make it it look so good like whenever all the people are on top of the gate it makes it feel like that gate is massive just because of all of the background and everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they were probably 
six or six or seven feet in the air. Yeah. Uh, the camera shot looking from the side King Kong was on. Yeah. 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 Uh, like half of it was painting and then they like just like put some people on top. I yeah. think that's what I heard. Yeah, but the uh, gate was an actual set, right? The so the <laughs> the side of it that had the lock uh was a actual set, like a yeah. wall that was built. But the other side, looking back on it, because it kind of does that skew, where it looks super high from the side King Kong is on. Mm-hmm. That is half a painting, and then the uh, people on top, and it's just skewed to make it look that big. Like Pete was saying, it's like they were only like six feet in the air. That's crazy. Yeah, it's brilliant. King Kong gets infatuated with Feyre and cool. takes her. Terrifying. I, I would have been just as scared as well. The giant <laughs> monkey grabbed me. <laughs> yeah, she passed out quite a few times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, mean, yeah, more than, I would say more than a few times. And then it's pretty chaotic and pretty fast-paced at that from this point on in the movie until New York happens. It's super brutal what happens. Uh, I was caught off guard by how the death scenes brutal it was. Yeah, some of the death scenes Dude, in it and everything. Those were very um, intense. I couldn't believe they actually sh- they showed shots of like what looked like bodies hitting the ground and stuff. Yeah, um, when he the was, ragdolls falling were so hilarious. It was so good. It was shocking how good it looked though for yeah. like a thirty like a thirty three movie. Yeah. Um, so there was a scene that got cut out from the movie where where the guys fall. Uh, there's supposed to be spiders down there that ate them. Yeah. But apparently that was too scary and it got cut from the movie, which is unfortunate. If I'm not mistaken, I think Peter Jackson, because I, I did watch a reenactment yeah. of it, but yeah, I think Peter Jackson it. may have done it. Yeah. Which yeah, I think is, he still used like. Scary original models and everything that they were going to use oh that's cool yeah because it was still in stop motion and yeah it was kind of scary you know getting stomped on by a giant foot isn't brutal enough but spiders that's where they draw the line nobody likes spiders you know what other scene was pretty intense uh you know when they were going looking for Faye Dunaway like they were going for her and then they basically saw the dinosaurs and Mm -hmm. when they basically shot at that one and just filled it full of lead that was that was intense yeah. that dinosaur took some bullets so that scene right there is actually so picture it this way uh if you're on a floor and then there's a wall in front of you that's maybe four feet or maybe like five or six feet but there's a painting right there and that's where that distance looked like it was coming from but the background of it was actually a table that had a stop motion uh, dinosaur on it, and that's how they actually kind of filmed it. Gotcha. Yeah, this movie used a bunch of layers. Yeah. It'd have like the background would be a painting, then they'd have the film of the stop motion, and then another film on top of that of the actor, and then in the foreground it was like another painting of a bunch of bushes and stuff to make it look like they were actually in the jungle. It was pretty in depth for its time. Yeah. All while, like, the music going with it was just so perfect. Uh, it just seems so erratic how, like, how it seemed. So after after they all fall to their deaths with the spiders, 
the actual love interest was in the little cave uh, watching it all happen above him where King Kong is like ripping the the don- like the T-Rex skull and I know I know Justin wants to talk about it cuz he really laughed really hard at this part uh with the with the lizard climbing <laughs> yes, up the wall. Yeah, he knew it, dude. Uh that was so yeah, that's the same scene though as they're all falling off the uh log, you know, and they're all falling to their deaths. So it, it's the last two guys, and that one guy fell down like halfway down the pit, but he's like hanging on to the side. But sure enough, like as the the camera pans down to like looking above, there's King Kong above, and he's below. There's just this lizard that comes out of nowhere, and he starts climbing a rope. Not even the wall. He's literally uh-huh. climbing a rope, and the guy cuts the rope, and the lizard's holding on and falls all the way down to its death. Like. <laughs> Uh, that, I think that was probably like one of the highlights of this movie to me. <laughs> it's, it's why it's was like, it using the rope? It doesn't make sense. Why couldn't I, I just climb I up the wall? I don't know, but I loved it. <laughs> I loved every moment of it. So after that, I'm trying to think. Uh, King Kong, King Kong and Favorite, uh, they end up in that cave where there's another fight that happens, and. Then they end up on top of the cave where the, was on it like the, the flying? Yeah, on the top of the mountain. I feel like I'm missing some stuff. I feel like you just skimmed past the T-Rex part. Like the T-Rex The T-Rex scene. part was brutal, yeah. That was a pivotal moment. It was pretty crazy. You think? Oh, yeah. Because it, it, it solidified like his spot of like king of yeah, the, like, he's the king jungle. Yeah, yeah. Like basically, where that scene, like at the very end, where he kills T Rex and he just basically dislocates its jaw with just nothing but pure force. So it's just, oh man. And then he he does the same thing every time he kills something. He'll kind of shake it around, not knowing if it's dead or not, and just playing (laughs) around with it. And then he Mm -hmm. finally realizes it's not moving, so just drop it and then start pounding on his chest. Yep, yep. But yeah, no, that scene, yeah, she was in that tree for 22 hours during the filming. What? Yeah. Was she really? Because they had to do the stop motion for it? Yeah. Wow. She was in there for 22 hours, and I think think her legs were messed up afterward because she was just stuck in that position for so long. What a champ. Wow. It took them seven weeks just to finish that fight scene. That's nuts. They put a lot of time into that one scene specifically. Yeah. It was so well done. Uh, Yeah. The fighting was really good in King Kong. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I was blown away by it. And I've, I've watched it a lot in the last three weeks because low-key, that's the last time we recorded. But <laughs> yeah. See, That was the first time I'd seen it. And, of course, I knew the whole climbing the tower and everything at the end. So I, I didn't know that they were actually on that island for as long as they were. Because you never hear anybody talking about that part, really. Yeah. About which part? Like, I about all of the stuff that happens on the island. Uh-huh. Usually when people refer to it, it's about him climbing the building and then falling. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, which was a great scene. Most of the movies on the island. Yeah, I feel like what happened on the island was much better than him climbing the tower. I, I, agree I feel like everybody that, should be talking about that instead. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it's because it almost wraps up, right? It could have ended before before new york even happens right so it almost seemed like a kind of epilogue i guess yeah 
Because, I mean, it didn't really add much to the story, but it was the most iconic part of the movie. Even though when I think of that movie, I don't think about New York like that. Yeah, no. No, yeah, I definitely go straight to the island. Everything that happened on mm-hmm. the island is so good. Anything else on the island y'all wanted to mention before he gets captured? You know me, I like my little funny scenes. Uh, the last one I got to mention before they get off the island is when they get to the top of the mountain and then he just he finally just sits down and he has his, his trophy and he just sits down and looks at her and then he starts like taking off her clothes and like tickles her and stuff. it's too good i think that got there was something that got uh cut out at that scene as well well originally maybe did start taking off her clothes she was starting to get pretty uh pretty pretty, naked yeah pretty naked i thought it was tasteful though it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't yeah it wasn't too much too absurd so after that he gets outsmarted uh well they try right they went down the Tried to go down the rope, and then King Kong grabs them back up. And they end up making their way back to the gate, which these these people, these New Yorkers, uh, <laughs> really messed up. They really messed up this island. You know, they like, had a they... good little thing going on for them, and then they just come in and let King Kong loose. Yeah, but he they pissed off King Kong to the point where it raided their village. Yeah, they had a good thing going. And then they end up subduing it. They bring it to New York with the gas. And then what do they do next? They put it on a stage right next to the person it kidnapped. (laughs) Which is nuts. I wouldn't want to be in the same room. Like, such a traumatic experience. I would not want to be in the same room as that thing at all. Yeah, no. They actually thought those chains were going to keep it down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what they say, don't worry, it's stainless steel or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so yeah, homeboy wants to show off show off uh, King Kong, waits to get pictures uh, in front of everybody. So they start taking pictures, just like any animal or any painting or any wonder of the world. No flash photography, please, right? <laughs> but they just, they just of uh, course they do it. laid out. Yeah, they did it. He gets Made irritated. homeboy mad. He gets irritated. He smashes everything. He gets out. Goes on a rampage in the city. Goes on the rampage in the city. He, <laughs> he goes up uh, one of the buildings and then grabs a brunette out, like uh-huh. a brown-headed girl, <laughs> looks at her, and then drops her. Yeah, <laughs> because it wasn't her. her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, I watched this scene a couple times because I really wanted to know. So he gets up and they see, like, they see... Uh, they see Fay Ray, right? King Kong sees Fay Ray and looks and sticks his hand in and then they start freaking out. But there was there was about five to ten seconds that they could have just ran in the hallway and they did I not. know, I told myself that too. They could have just easily run. I don't know the- if I remember it correctly, but the guy picks up a chair, hits the hand with the chair yeah. and somehow <laughs> knocks himself out. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, they could have just went in the hallway and... Avoided that whole scenario. They would have been okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but, but the beast gets its beauty. They cl- He climbs up uh, to the top of the Empire State Building. I don't know what his main goal was because he just ended up up there. and. I think he, I think what his main goal was is like kind of like back on the island. 
he took her to we'll the just top get somewhere of the high. Wall, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Try yeah. to get try to get away from you know everything else and just be on his own and being able to observe his love on his own and just not have anything else in the way. But that, that's what I saw when it when he got to the top of that tower because that was the tallest building. You know, that's instantly what he went for once he mm-hmm. found her. <laughs> yeah. Then you know, Air Force shows up. And uh, they start shooting at him. Did y'all see the one specific camera shot that was like a first-person view of the plane? And like it's like moving back and forth, but it's getting closer to King Kong, and he's like swatting at the camera. Mm-hmm. That camera shot must have taken forever. Yeah, it, that was pretty well executed. And then... And he winds up taking yeah. out a couple before... Uh... He takes out a couple. He takes a few shots. He lays his lady down, says, I don't want you to take any shots. <laughs> Continues to fight a little bit more. Takes a few more in the chest. And then he just takes one too many. He takes one too many. Gets woozy. He looks at his love. And his love looks back. Terrified. Yeah, terrified. <laughs> There's no love like, there. Die already. Just go. <laughs> and King Kong falls. Hard. <laughs> Pretty hard, yeah. I forget. Is that a? It's it a, wasn't the planes that killed him. Remember, the policeman comes up and says oh, the planes got him. And then, of course, the producer's like, "No, it wasn't the airplanes. It was Beauty that killed the beast." <laughs> and then, does it just say the end right the there? The end. Yeah. That's it, dude. Yeah, that's where it is. That's great. I love it. I, I know, love it. Great. I love it. Just have to, you know, soak up whatever. Uh, whatever context you want after you know like terrifying things happen just like beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms i wonder if they took any any notes from how king kong ended um anything else you want to say on king kong before we take a break no man just uh for this this movie is going to definitely be near the top for me uh as far Mm -hmm. as the ones we've gone through it might actually be um the top right now but we're going to have to keep going. We're going to have to keep watching these movies, and we'll make a pretty decent list, I think. Well, we're going to rank them. We're going to put them against... Uh, by the end of this episode, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Great but, movie, um, I did forget something last episode. I have a size chart of all the Godzilla. I went ahead and got a size chart of King Kong as well. <laughs> In this one, he's only 5.4 meters. Mm-hmm. And the original Godzilla, his height stays the same for quite a few movies, including the one we're about to talk about. Awesome. All right. We'll be right back with All Podcast Attack. Welcome back, everybody. It was a nice little break. So we talked about King Kong in the first segment. Got all our thoughts out on it. So much more could probably could have been said, but trying to uh, stay in confines of time, I think we covered what we could. Next we got Godzilla Raids Again. The 1955 Godzilla Raids Again. Pete, I think me and you watched the, uh, the sub. Yes. And I watched the dubbed. Yeah. Uh, what differences did you see there? 
before we get into the critiquing this. I didn't watch the sub. My guess is just the differences are the voice acting itself. Like, definitely sounded more American. They really, on some characters, they really had, like, heavy Chinese accents or, like, you know, Asian accents. Um, but, I mean, I, after the first, like, five minutes of listening to it, I, I got into it. So, I, yeah. I liked it. I, I enjoyed the the dubbed version. I think the main difference with the dub is they call him Gigantus instead of Godzilla. Gi- yeah, Gigantus or, yeah, yeah Gigantus. Is that to uh, make it like to prove a point that this is not the Godzilla in the first movie? Uh, no, that's the name of it. Whenever it came over to America, I just don't think they wanted the word God in his name. Oh, that's stupid. Heard. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever. Because this is not the Godzilla from the first movie. Godzilla in the first movie is dead, and I'm glad they keep it canon that way. Yep. They should. I was, I was really worried about. Uh, how they were going to handle that. Yeah, but I still have some complaints about like how they brought up Godzilla in this movie. Like, for instance, when they were in the briefing room and they were telling everybody about like Gigantus and Anguirus and they basically when they were referring to Godzilla, they were referring to him like they'd never seen this monster before. Like <laughs> like I don't know. That kind of threw I wonder me if off. that might have been the dub because in the subtitles, like they were just like, "Oh, we didn't know there'd be a second one." Yeah, they, they uh, knew who he was. So, uh, in yeah. the dub, they definitely—I don't know. Maybe I just didn't catch it, but to me, it just seemed like they didn't. They never encountered like they never encountered this monster before. Um, did they? Did they show the scene where they showed the footage of what happened in Tokyo? In the first one? I think so. Where, where I think the, they did. Like the, but, um, like in the little war room they had, the, the professor was showing, like, uh, was like, this is uh, what happened, and it showed it going through the power lines. And, oh, like, so, yes, okay. They, they did, they did, yes. They, they, descri- they showed what happened with the first one, but what threw me off was basically the whole council that's hearing this out is acting they were acting like they had never heard about Godzilla before yeah they were taking it all in they're like oh my god this creature like <laughs> i don't know it, it just it really threw me off i kind of see what you mean because Godzilla still, still kind of seemed like a tall tale at that point yeah just like because... well, this fable yeah where where did this one take place was like it, it... Was Okinawa. yeah which I don't know how far away that is from Tokyo, but it's or, pretty likely that they've... Is it Osaka? I think it's Osaka. Yeah, yeah I, see, I know what you mean. I see yes. that. I can I can see that. So, I liked how the movie started with the planes and everything. Uh, I, was on, I was way more interested in what was going on with just the love interest and like that pilot and the stuff he got into than the actual fighting in this movie and the actual Godzilla part of this movie. Yeah. I'll say this about Godzilla. That suit was, to me, I could already tell the suit he was able to get around a lot easier in compared to yeah, that heavy thing in the mobile. first one. The suit in this one weighed like 55 pounds. He was way more mobile. As opposed to the last one, which weighed 200 Dude, there were some fight, <laughs> there were some fight scenes between you know Godzilla and Anguirus that 
it, they were just going way too fast. Just the yeah. fighting was yeah. way too fast compared yeah. to how they were fighting in the first movie. I mean, it was almost like a Power Rangers movie where they were throwing fists like karate moves. Yeah, that was a filming <laughs> error on their part. Uh, yeah. They were supposed to film it a certain way to where whenever they played it, it moved slower. But they filmed it the wrong way to where whenever they played <laughs> it at normal speed, it moved faster. It was and so bad. The guy directing it, he liked the way it looked, so they went ahead and kept it that way. But luckily, it's not like that for the rest of them. I think that's where the Power Rangers kind of got some of their fighting scenes from. Yeah, like definitely was that that type of style of fighting. There were parts of the fights where it looked okay sped up, but whenever mm-hmm. one of them would get knocked on the ground and they were squirming and they were just like grabbing each other. Yeah, yeah it, it was so, way too much. Yeah, it looked funny, and it was also hard for me to take Angira seriously because the whole time I saw him, I just pictured the guy inside the suit. Because he was on his <laughs> his hands and his legs, walking on all fours in that big suit. Dude, I never even and thought about yeah, that. Oh my whenever god! Whenever he stands up on his back legs, it's easy to tell that there's some guy. In yeah, there. he's probably so much more comfortable standing up. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, uh, the 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 shots that were super close to uh, Angrius's face was like mm-hmm. so in the, the way it did that little like head whip uh, <laughs> like to yeah. show like how mad it was just yeah like, yeah. <laughs> uh something to note about this movie is it did come out six months after the first godzilla film oh so it was super rushed okay okay because the thing i was gonna say about it was did y'all notice the whole fight scene between the two uh like like between the two monsters the music on it was non-existent yeah i i did notice that and it made it so it was <laughs> i hated it it yeah. made it so boring it was like a couple snares or something or a drum here and there mm-hmm. it was like a it was like a droney like uh it was super droney kind of like zoned out at that point of the fight scene because it was just it was just so off-putting yep. you know yeah, uh, which I guess it was to show that they were destroying like this, uh, like this temple and everything. Yeah. But it just sucks because Godzilla literally like shoved uh, shoved his face into that temple. Like it was like head first into it, uh, and there was just no music like hap- helping the action at all. Yep. And it was super boring. And yeah. they killed they killed the enemy forty five minutes into the movie. And then they had to figure out what to do with the rest of it. I didn't really like the pacing in this movie very much. No, I didn't either. It was a boring movie, and I watched it like four times, start to finish. <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, one one thing I can say they did really well was the pyrotechnics and effects. As far as, you know, the missiles flying and all that. I thought that was still pretty on par, or if not just as good as the first movie. Yeah, the special effects guy, from what I know, was one of the only few people that worked on the first one. Okay. Because this one's a different director. Uh, the music's done by a different person. Well, what, yeah, what little mu- music? I could tell the music was not as good. Uh, but the special effects was the same guy from the first one. Also, his his the new god this Godzilla scream was so much more higher pitched compared to the first one and it just threw me off i was just like man how am i supposed to i think to the monsters it? shared the same scream yeah i think they did i think that was the problem what they shared the same scream 
Okay, then that's why I was so confused. Because I was trying to go back and look for the clip of Godzilla's scream. And then when I heard Angiris' scream, I was like, that's the exact same thing I heard with Godzilla. But then I couldn't find Godzilla's scream because I was trying to do this right before the recording. And, you know, I just thought it was the exact same thing. I guess I was right. Yeah, that's why I don't know. I hated it. I think the I think the Godzilla they use in this one is gonna be the same suit that they use for a while. We're gonna be looking well, at that version of Godzilla for a while. I got nothing to say on the suit. I actually really liked the suit. I thought the suit okay. was a lot more detailed. Um, so okay, let me go ahead and point out another little scene that I thought was just so hilarious. There's a scene where there's like a prison transport. And, yeah, the guards are, are basically, so they're getting ready to, like, bust out of the prison transport. So the guard looks back at, after the com- convicts, like, both take down both guards in the back. <laughs> and he's just like, he asks, like, so what's all the commotion about back there? And uh, basically just one of, the, one of the convicts comes up and just says, oh, it was nothing. <laughs> the guard's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> just turns it back around. He said, I think trying. it was like uh, uh, prisoner number four had a seizure again or something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, well, no, it, they didn't say anything about a seizure in the in the dubbed version. They just basically oh, said, really? "Yeah." So he just uh, the guard looks back. He's like, "So what was all the commotion about?" And like the convict comes up to the little window and said, "Oh, it was nothing." He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> just looks. Oh, yeah, no. In the in the sub, uh, the guy uh, like blocks the window. And they they take down the cop, yeah. and the dude turns around and he's like, "What's going on back there?" He says, "Oh, uh, number four had another seizure." They and said nothing like, about a seizure in the dubbed one. Yeah, it said that, and then the the driver was like, "Again," and then just turned around. That's that's a weird, strange edit. I wonder I wonder if they just they just couldn't that translate seizure. Stood out in this movie to me. Made sure to n- make note of it. Um, anything else we want to say about Godzilla Raids again? It'll probably be one of the weakest Godzilla films, but you still got to give it credit because it is the first Kaiju versus Kaiju. Yeah, I'll, I'll give yes. it that. Um, the other thing... This was the first, uh, this was the first foe of Godzilla. Had. The last thing that threw me for a loop on this movie was... So... At the very end, where, you know, they're trying to subdue Godzilla and, like, get him trapped in the ice. And the pilot, like, the the main pilot, but the, the friend who, like, had the love interest with the other chick that he was going to oh, declare like he loved. Um, he just, you know, he went on a suicide mission. He was just like, and on the dub version, at least for me, he just screamed, so help me, and then proceeded to fly right <laughs> into him. He said, so help me. He said, so help me and flew right into him. I think he just got mad that he just got mad and just, I forget what he said, but I don't think it was so help me. He said, so help me and flew right into him. What what was he thinking? (laughs) That's, yeah. I don't know what it is with Godzilla films, but we've seen two of them. And so far, both of them have had a love triangle going. Yep, you know. Love triangle and suicides. Yeah. (laughs) It definitely was a suicide. (laughs) A hero suicide. It was a hero suicide.
I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the best. It's going to be on the lower end for me as well. I hope this is the worst movie we see this year. <laughs> it won't be. I agree. Uh, I really? Hope it is. We're going to see some we'll bad see. movies. I know we will. I know. But I hope this I hope this is the worst. I really do. <laughs> Uh, there was just everything was real forget like forgettable in this movie. Yeah, but the way I like it. I, I, did we even talk about the way Godzilla died? Oh, what the ice? Uh, yeah, ice so really cool. they're you know all the plans are coming in and they're dropping bombs on them, and they get to the point they they're like, okay, this isn't working. So they proceed to go ahead and drop bombs on the ice, and cover him in ice and you know bury him alive in an avalanche. So that's pretty much how he goes down. But do they kill him? That's the, that's the real question. I mean, it doesn't no, really say. Him. I guess just we're just supposed him. to assume that he died from the cold. <laughs> I guess. I'm just. I hope. I hope. Like by next episode, like the next movie, he just busts out of the ice. I just. That's probably what's gonna happen. Scene. Just. Ah. But. And just does a scream. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Godzilla raids again. That's all I gotta say about it, man. Oh, I can give his height real quick, since I forgot. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Didn't uh, you say it was the same height as the first one? Yeah, it's gonna be the same height until the 1984 Godzilla. Okay. Uh, but just as a recap, King Kong was 5.4 meters, and Godzilla is 50 meters, and he weighs 200,000 yeah, so he's as big as his foot. Yeah, he was. He would completely screw King Kong. But eventually, Godzilla will get, or King Kong will get close to that size. Yeah, King Kong gets bigger. Yeah. Of cool. Course. So that takes us to the next segment, the last segment of the podcast. You know, the the reason why we're all here is the reason why we're all here. Now we gotta put them in in their spot. Oof. So y'all want to do uh, y'all want to do King Kong or y'all want to do Godzilla raids again first? I think I think it's pretty safe to say King Kong King wins Co- as between the two. Well, okay, so I think Godzilla is at the bottom. Yeah, it's been the worst movie we've seen so far. Agreed. Okay, so I think King Kong is a better movie than Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. I agree. I agree. Okay, so we're talking about the one-two spot here. Man, this one's going to be tough. I already got my one spot. All right, what do you got? Godzilla, 1954. Okay. Gavin? You, you want to be the tiebreaker? Okay. I, I, I think, have to agree. I think, King, I think King Kong is better. I enjoyed... I thoroughly enjoyed King Kong better just because I, I just think it was a masterpiece of a film. Godzilla was really good too. I love that movie, and it's a very close contender. But I think it King Kong was just done so well, and at least to me, everything just hits perfect. Besides the you know drawn out slow and the the director or the producer producer guy you know being kind of a crappy character as far as his voice acting is and everything but it was just great i loved it yeah i, I definitely like how classic it felt it was very and classic it's it was it's almost timeless how it uh, looks and how it feels and Animation definitely the music helps a lot um i think i just think godzilla uh has such a historical like 
like there's so much uh it's almost like what pete said uh at when we uh talked about godzilla was it could have been a horror movie for it was like the times that it was okay yeah Uh, just everything just uh, the the pain that like they must have felt getting nuked turned into like uh, a popcorn munching monster movie Mm-hmm. Like I said, it got I think that, mixed to mixed to good reviews in Japan because it was still real fresh on a lot of people's minds, and they weren't comfortable seeing that type of movie yet. Can see that. And at the same time, King Kong was probably terrifying in the '30s, but when I watched it, I was laughing ninety percent of that movie. Yeah, Godzilla, the close up. I, I could still the close see up. That be a horror movie. The action was better in King Kong. I'll say that. Action. I love the action in King Kong. Uh, it wasn't just a a little bit of waddling, but I think the I think the acting and just the uh, I just think about that kid that watched the uh, like his brother get smashed, and he's just uh, on the rock crying and how painful he looked and just the imagery in that shot. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything as I mean I guess there is though because the girl's all tied up and that was that's what I think of when I think of King Kong. What about the woman with her kids saying, we'll be with dad? You're right. Oh, yeah, that scene. Yeah. Which, I don't know, they could have just ran. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) They had time to run. But no, it was a great, no, it was a great scene. And, you know, I, I can see the imagery of, you know, it basically referring to, you know, the bombings and everything. But... It, nonetheless, it's a great movie as well. To me, King Kong hits a little harder. But Gavin, so what? What do you got to say? I think it's Godzilla. Okay, I, I respect oh. it. I do. I think the just the scope and just I don't the know the writing is just better. I, I I don't necessarily like love stories like the way King Kong and like the damsel was. I, I don't. That didn't really appeal to me as much as the love triangle going on in in Godzilla. No, I respect it. I can. I but can they're agree both with movies. Y'all. I can agree they with are both, both movies of you. that I think are going to be studied forever. And I think Godzilla 1954 and King Kong 1933 might be the one two to this list. I I can see it too. I mean, I think they're the just... model so good they're the model anything better than it it deserves to be higher than it you know well i guess we're gonna find out you know as we go through we'll see and i hope so i have i have barely seen any of them i've only seen a few of them (laughs) i honestly don't even want to watch that one (laughs) which one (laughs) the matthew broderick one the matthew broderick one we'll get there but we'll get there yeah i think i think godzilla king kong beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms then godzilla rates again is our four movies right now i I agree i do 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 y'all sign on it i sign on it yep cool so next episode we're gonna do king kong versus godzilla 1962 which (laughs) we're already going there that's awesome i'm excited for that and uh the whale god 1962 as well the whale god little 1962 duo uh, I don't know anything about the Well God. Me neither. Uh, do y'all know? I should have done a little bit of research. I, I've never to heard of hype it. it. <laughs> I'm going in blind. 
all right well uh we hope uh y'all listen to it and watch it too and join us next week justin you wanna you wanna cue us out (laughs) i always forget about this oh man me too uh so am i gonna have to do the this godzilla scream or am i perfecting like my godzilla scream in general you know just 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 work on your godzilla screaming oh god okay i don't even remember how the first one went it was pretty high-pitched i think i mean i just have like a pterodactyl scream when it comes to it but then do a better one all right um so yeah it goes a little something like this (laughs) all right thank you thank you for listening to all podcast attack we'll see y'all next week